0: good morning and welcome to the Marcus today pre-market podcast my name is Henry Jennings it is Tuesday the 14th of February happy Valentine's Day and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own Financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's go for the scores on the doors and a pretty positive night in the US markets with the Dow Jones closing up 377 points or 1.11 percent at 34,246. That was pretty close, three points off its high for the day, which was 380 points. Had a low of 18 points positive. NASDAQ up 174 points, or 1.48%, 11,892. And the S&P 500, just slightly in the middle for Diddle, 1.14%, 47 points, 4137 close. The ASX Spy Futures were up 49 points overnight. Or 0.67 of a percent, 73.99. So a good day in theory in store for us in the U.S. In terms of some of their stock moves, we had Apple up 1.9%, Meta up 3%, Google unchanged. Didn't really see that bounce back after the big falls last week on the back of that uh, AI launch. Microsoft up 3.1%, Amazon up 2%, Tesla down 1.1%, Netflix up 3.23%. US banks also a little bit better. JP Morgan up 1.1%. Citigroup up 1.8. Goldman's up 0.7. Bank of America up 0.2. Wells Fargo up 1.3. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 2.1%. Uh, we also saw General Motors up 1.6%. Ford up 2.8%. And Walmart up 1.5%. Looking across the European markets, uh, they were all better as well. Stock 600 up 0.9%. FTSE up 08 Germany up 0.6%. France up 1.1%. In terms of the bond markets, US 10 years coming off the boil slightly. 3.705 down 3.8 basis points. But two years pushing up to 4.52%. Aussie 10 years 3.76% there. Bitcoin up 0.7 of a percent. The Aussie dollar up 0.7 of a percent to 69.66. And the US dollar index slightly eased 0.3 of a percent to 103.27. Didn't help the gold price though, which fell 0.6 of a percent. But the oil price continued to bubble a little bit higher. Brent crude up 0.6%. WTI up half a percent there. In other commodities, LME copper up 0.9 of a percent nickel took a tumble again last night down 4.5 percent aluminium, down 1.2 percent zinc, up 2.5, lead up 1.3. 10 up half a percent. Mining stocks overseas, BHP was up 1.1 percent. Rio up 0.9, Freeport down 0.5. Alcoa down 1.5. Tech down 2.1% and Albemarle up 0.6% last night. We do have of course in the US the big inflation number coming out on Tuesday. So certainly some, uh, some buying ahead of that number. So far in this year the S&P has gained about 8% and the index remains down around 14% from its record high in January 2022. U.S. quarterly reports wind down at the moment. 69% of all the S&P 500 firms have reported results so far have exceeded profit expectations. Analysts expect December quarter earnings to have fallen nearly 3% from a year earlier. And economists are expecting the CPI in the U.S. will show a 0.4% increase in January, which would translate into a 6.2% annual growth. Uh, there are some indications that the number could be higher, uh, but certainly wage expectations uh, seem to be moderating in the US, which is principally or well, one of the reasons why the US market did have a good night last night. Uh, that VIX index falling 0.7% to 2038 as well. In terms of other news out, the Eurozone is now expected to have reached a GDP rate of 3.5% in 2022, uh, it was 3.2% the estimate in November. And some economists are upgrading the outlook for the EU, the EU GDP with an expected rate of 0.9% compared to 0.2% growth rate forecast just three months ago. Locally, we do have a slew of results this morning. Uh, Ansel Breville, Challenger, Computer Share, CSL, Dexus, James Hardy, SG Fleet, 7West Media, Sims, Temple and Webster. I will do my best to go through some of the highlights in those results. Uh, We have seen Breville uh, revenues edged up 1%. Expects up to 10% growth in FY23. Uh, Those revenues up to 888 million in the first half and they are taking the interim dividend to 15 cents per share. EBITDA jumped 13.1% to 141.9%. Ansel, sales dropped 17%, cuts FY 2023 EPS guidance. So I suspect Ansel's in for a tough day today. Sales dropped 17.2% to 835.3 million due to a decline in the healthcare unit. EBIT fell 17.6% to 9154 due to the exit from Russia and also unfavorable FX charges. Guidance has been lowered to 110 to 120 US cents a share, and the interim dividend is 20.1 US dollars, which is a payout ratio of 40%. Kathmandu's numbers are out as well. Uh, Predicted its inventory levels will return to normal in the second half of financial 2023. They achieved a 24 million uh, New Zealand dollar reduction in the first half, Trading in January was up 52 percent, and Rip Curl 19 percent, assisted by the tourism recovery. So, uh, group underlying EBITDA is New Zealand at 45 million. Challenger results out, expecting full-year normalised net profit of between 485 and 535 million, reaffirming its guidance. First-half pre-tax profit 250 million, up 5 percent. 12 cent interim dividend, fully franked, up 4. for that. In other news, Sheffield Resources has issued a Thunderbird project update, construction over 75% complete. We have had some news from Global Lithium, which has completed its scoping study for the Manor Lithium project. And Carnarvon has reported Dorado offshore development proposal granted regulatory approval. Temple and Webster out this morning reports first half NPAT 3.9 million uh, which was against estimates were around 3 million, revenue 207.1 million, Uh, estimates were around exactly that, adjusted EBITDA 7.3 which was better than the 5.5 the market was going for. Sims reports underlying EBIT 93.3, the guidance was for 65 to 75 so that, that looks Like a better number there, dividend per share 14 cents uh, versus 9 cents unfranked. CSL big one today reported NPATA of 1.82 billion versus 1.72 billion, which the market was going for revenue slightly higher at 7.18 billion and EBIT EBIT rather at 2.4, which was slightly above. Dividend, uh, interim dividend per share, $1.07, uh, which is up from $1.04. Guidance looks like unchanged for that one. And we also have, that's about it actually, just a few other talking points. KKR and QIC infrastructure investment arms are amongst parties thinking about putting together a bid for Melbourne's East Link Toll Road. Although both apparently are wary of running into Transurban Group. And, of course, lots in the news today about Star Entertainment in terms of potential capital raising and asset sales in focus, given the mess that they do appear to be in. Well, that's about it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Question of the day today. Any standout results for you so far from reporting season? We did have, did seem a slew of disappointing numbers yesterday and disappointing reactions to some of those numbers, including JB Hi-Fi, down around 5% uh, even after the sales update not a couple of weeks ago. So any results that stand out for you, maybe some of the ones this morning are a bit of a standout CSL challenger, uh, both reaffirming outlook and guidance. Well, that's about it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.